welcome back to the Grit to Growth podcast. My name is Steph Corbell, your host, and I am always happy to be here with you every Friday to explore yet another topic designed to help you develop your inner resilience. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you haven't yet, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss out on any of my future episodes. This week, I am continuing with a theme that we started exploring last week in episode 23. And this is on the theme of help. Last week, we looked at when it's appropriate both to ask for and to accept help because this is something that really truly is difficult for us to do for various reasons. Now, this week's episode is all about giving help to others and knowing when it's the right time or appropriate situation in which to do so. I will preface this by saying I'm a huge believer in volunteer work and in fundraising and in giving back to my community. So this is something that's really very close to my heart. However, I have a very unusual take on this. And instead of jumping in and exploring that immediately, I am going to start out with this story instead. So my mom, her birthday is coming up this week. And as a result, she's really on my mind right now. She would have turned 73 years old this year, and yes, she died several years back. And now for anyone who knew my mom or if any of my extended family members happen to listen to this, they're going to start nodding away here. My mom was all about the holidays, and that's yet another reason why I'm talking about this today since I'm recording this literally right before Thanksgiving. I think it's fair to say not only was my mom all about the holidays. She was literally obsessed with the holidays. God rest her soul. In our house, we had themed Christmas trees literally in every single room of the house. They started going up months and months early, like as early as September at times. There were Christmas tapes playing constantly in the background, Christmas music all year long. It was something. But on top of this, The thing about my mom is she was all about the exorbitant giving of gifts as part of the holidays. Okay, this all sounds really sweet, right? But in classic Steph fashion here, I'm going to get real blunt and to the point. On the surface, generous gift giving looks like, well, you know, generosity. But have you ever really thought about the motivation for excessive gift giving? I have, and it's because of what I saw with my mom over the course of a lifetime. Now, look, I loved my mom. She was an amazing person. And this talking about it actually kind of comes out of caring, because at this point, I would give almost anything to have this conversation with her. It's not to criticize someone who tragically passed on and whose life was cut far too short as hers was from Parkinson's disease with Lewy body dementia. But... I saw how unhappy gift-giving actually made her. And why? Well, my mom, she always felt really alienated from others, like she never fit in. And she always wanted her mom, in particular, to acknowledge her birthday. And my mom and her mother actually shared a birthday, so really, how could my grandma forget, right? But in all the years I lived at home until I was 16 years old, my mom never got a card or anything like that for her birthday from her mom. And it made her really depressed every single year. She felt like her mom didn't care about her because of that action, which honestly, I don't think that's true. It's just that people tend to express caring for others in the way that they want to see caring come back to them. And, you know, maybe my grandma wasn't a greeting card person, you know, 
Anyhow, as a result, my mom overcompensated. She went overboard with cards, gifts, anything you can think of for any major holiday, any birthday, for any relative, no matter how distantly related. And if she didn't get some kind of thanks or a reciprocal gift or a card in return, she would sink into that same kind of depression. And, you know, because most people are just, you know, busy and wrapped up in their own lives, most people aren't obsessive greeting card types. And as a result, my mom ended up depressed and felt alienated and unappreciated most of her life. I grew up seeing this sadness over and over again for decades, and I always felt like it was my job somehow to make up for it. But, you know, nothing I did on my end ever seemed to be enough to fix that problem, that hole in her soul. And that's because it was, I hate to say it, it was her problem. It wasn't mine. Now, I am not telling you this story to sound cold or to be a total buzzkill before the holidays, but it's to illustrate a point. Before we do something nice for others, before we put ourselves out there to help others, it is vitally important that we examine our own inner motivations. Giving a gift, giving help, that should be a pure motivation, meaning that what you get out of it isn't the main motivation. It's supposed to be about the other person with no strings attached. That is what real charity is. Giving with no expectations of anything in return with zero fanfare. It's just because. In short, I do believe that at times when we don't sort through our motivations, acts of selflessness can become selfish. And that's going to totally screw with your head, especially if you're on the beneficiary side of the help. You might be grateful as the beneficiary, but there's this darkness hanging over you, like you always owe someone something. And that's because the act of the help might have been a manipulative act in the end, and not a charitable one. Yeah, that took kind of a dark turn, didn't it? Stay with me, though. I'm not saying we do these things typically out of malice. No, not at all. But I think many of us are completely unaware of our motivations when it comes to helping others. And in this episode, I'm proposing that we really examine this to make sure that we're coming from the right place before we go all in with gifts and charity. So here are three things to think about before offering help, giving gifts, and all of that good stuff. One, when you're helping someone out, it should be about what they need and not about what you need. Now, I started out by talking about my mom and her love language of giving cards and gifts. That's what she wanted to see coming back to her. But let's take this a step further. I've noticed, especially with a lot of folks in community organizing and in activism, of which I've actually been a huge part of, although you'd never really know it because I keep most of my involvement pretty quiet, I've seen this phenomenon over and over again. And it is the people often doing the giving are the people that typically need the most help themselves. As in, the people doing the giving have some pretty big issues psychologically that they might need to face. In giving help, it's like running away from your problems by fixing everyone else's instead of your own. Have you ever had a friend like that? A friend who's the hot mess express in their personal life but doesn't hesitate to jump in and tell you what you should be doing with your life? Or have you done that to others? 
hell, I'll admit it. I'll cop to it. As a young woman, I was that hot mess. That was that was so me. I know I personally ran away from the issues I faced by being a steadfast rock and source of unsolicited advice to others rather than turn and face my own demons. It feels raw and it doesn't feel good to admit that publicly to Lord knows how many people who are listening here. But hey, it's the honest truth and I will own it. In this case, in my case, giving help was a distraction and it wasn't about the person on the other end. It was all about me feeling better about myself. Next time you jump into a situation to give someone advice, stop and think about it. Are you doing this because of something in your own life that you haven't faced? Go get raw and honest with yourself, just like I did publicly here. Two, if helping others would stress you to a point to your own detriment, don't offer it. Seriously, this is the whole thing, like when you're on an airplane and you get the talk about putting on your own oxygen mask first before you start helping everybody else out in your row. You're of no use to other people if you've passed out. That's something to remember. When it comes to helping a friend to doing volunteer work, to community organizing, you have got to make sure that your cup is full before jumping in. And if it's not, you're going to get stressed out. And then what? You're not going to be okay. And then who's going to need the help? You. Unless you've got a well of emotional and financial reserve, don't go out on that limb. It's not the time. I know that might sound cold, especially right before the holidays, but you always absolutely have the obligation to take care of yourself first, lest you become a liability to other people. I truly, truly believe this as someone who's in the past (laughs) stressed herself out with a plethora of charitable and giving acts to her own detriment, both physically and psychologically. Three. It's not really helping someone out if you expect something in return. Yeah, it's not. Look, I work in a subculture field as a tattoo artist, and we've got a bunch of talk about tradition and loyalty in my world. And yeah, sure, that's important to me to a certain degree. But do I own a client? Do I own their body? Hell no. I tell every client, your body is your own, and you are more than free to see whatever tattoo artist you want to see in the future. Now, I get it. I'm talking business here but it's the same in your personal life. Let's say a good friend of yours is going through a really rough time. You offer them a loan to help get them through. Now, while it's perfectly fine to expect to get paid back at some point, you don't own the friend. Because you loaned them money, you don't get to tell them what to do with their life or how to behave or how they should act or feel. And if you do this, that's honestly really manipulative. And it makes it clear that helping them wasn't actually about helping. It was about controlling someone. I've been on the receiving end of this before, and it was awful. You know, I can almost put my mom's behavior in this category, too, to a degree. She always expected this outpouring of love in the way that she wanted to see it in return when giving other people gifts. And really, I don't believe she was malicious or mean in her intent. I simply think that she was unaware of her motivation deep down subconsciously. Ask yourself, before jumping in to help someone, would it be okay if I never heard from this person again? And if the answer is yes, by all means, go ahead, give them the help. But if the answer is no, you'd better dig deep and look at your own motivations before getting involved. I really hope that this episode, along with last week's episode, helped you think about help in a different light. 
I've never really heard too many people talk about this topic, about when being selfless ends up becoming selfish. And I'm curious to get your feedback. Have you ever found yourself doing this to a degree, or have you ever been on the receiving end? What's your experience been like? Let me know. You can reach out to me on my website at grittogrowth.com. There's a contact page there where you can send me a message. I'm also on social media on Instagram at Steph Corbell. That's C-O-R-B-E-L-L. Thank you so much for listening today. And remember to subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. Remember, until next week, you're more resilient than you realize and you're stronger than you know.